0: Welcome to Valley Strange, episode number 11. On this episode, we're going to be s- starting off with our three part series of Zachariah Stitching's The Twelfth Planet. And this is book one of the Earth Chronicles.
1: Get ready for some ridiculous shit. Geez.
0: And I am your host, uh, Ray. And uh, always with me, my co host. This is Roland. And the co host in the Pacific Northwest Studios. This is Dan. From Mordor, Northwest. <laughs>
2: yes. It's,
3: um, it's quite apocalyptic over there. The Northwest. Dude, I mean, it just like, there was actually a fucking fire in the town. I was like, I don't know if I bitched about you guys or talked to you guys about this Something earlier. Picture, but, dude. um, Jesus Christ, like dude. maybe 15 miles away. But they'd evacuate like a bunch of parts of the town, apparently, like, because dust storms and like random fires were just starting. Like, it was fucking stupid. Um. But most of the main action today is just all the smoke from, like, Oregon. And there are a couple places in Washington that are, like, completely ablaze. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, kind of looks like our apartment in the early uh, 2010s there, guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Outdoors, damn. (laughs) Interesting. Again, this book is written by Zachary Stitchin, and he does have... Uh, series called The Earth Chronicles and there are six books in total. I would just like to point out it's uh, Sitchin. Sitchin, sorry.
1: (laughs) I've been saying Sitchin for like
0: the longest time. Yeah, no, dude. It's it's Sitchin.
1: It's like bitchin', but not as cool. Yeah, and uh,
0: just to give a quick um, biography about Zachary Sitchin is that uh, he was born July 11th, 1920 in Baku, Azerbaijan. I
3: can't Azerbaijan. It. wait. Is that on the main doc? Yeah. For that. Let me look it up. Cause. Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. How do you pronounce it? Oh, wait,
0: is it? Oh, it's Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. Azerbaijan. It's, okay. Yeah. And That's I geography. <laughs> <sounds great.
2: laughs>
0: he, he died October ninth, 2010 in New York. I didn't, quite grasp the specific city that he was in, said he came from an academic family and he did receive a graduate degree from the London School of Economics. Uh, He was the author of The Earth Chronicles, a series of books, along with many books on the subject published in 20 languages. About his
3: background real quick, his uh, academic background, because I've seen various places say that he got a degree in like ancient economics yeah, but yeah. all of the kind of uh formal looking sources say it's economics yeah, yeah.
0: And, and that's that's one thing i was going to bring up is that um there have been a few uh places i've heard read that he that he got a degree in ancient economics i don't know what the fuck that is necessarily i've never yeah, heard of so such it, a degree
3: because then because then it'd be like wouldn't he get like a degree in classics because like that's how they divided like because there was like Social anthropology and then uh, classics where they just lumped mm-hmm. archaeology and history and all yeah. that sort of shit. If I'm not misremembering the classic uh, bifurcation of uh, at least uh, archaeological and historical uh, branches of thought. Right. Um, anyway. Anyway. So yeah, wouldn't he just get a degree in classics? But so if he I mean, like was in the school I, I of economics, so, yeah. I'm not sure the tie over would or how it would tie over to ancient societies or whatever. Right, and,
0: right. Um, and he, yeah. So I mean, so basically, uh, Zacharias Sitchin uh, took it upon himself to research this topic, and and he was dedicated. He dedicated his life to proving, quote unquote, that mankind was created from a genetic modification of extraterrestrials known as the Anunnaki. And it says known as as one of the few scholars to read and interpret ancient Sumerian and Akkadian tablets, according to his official website. (laughs) And again, you can go to his uh, website and he sells his books there. There's a bit of a biography on him and uh, not much information is provided necessarily. Um, There is a book that I was or have been reading kind of off and on. Called Zachary Stitchin and the uh, extraterrestrial something, but it's written by someone uh, who has firsthand knowledge of him as a person because they traveled with him and they mm-hmm. uh, they had hand account of how he was as a person and how he spoke and all those kinds of things and what he thought uh, from his own mouth of about the information that he's presenting. And so, um, again, that's just a very brief uh, background on Zachary I mean, If you want Sitchin, more
1: information, there's, there's plenty of references and shit. There's so a website.
0: Go to the fucking website yeah, and you can see that. There's
1: website. There's like, stuff on Wikipedia. There's and, um, fan sites.
0: I've read places that his books have been either published in either 20 languages or 25 different languages. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, he Damn. was very popular um, whenever he came out with this uh, book, The Twelfth Planet. And um, he, he's kind of like, um, uh, I forgot when this was published, but... 1976. Yeah, it was Piggy. I, I This is just an opinion. This is not uh fact. that he's kind of piggybacking off the uh, Eric Von, Von Daniken Doniken book, um, Chariots of the Gods, which uh, Eric Von Doniken is trying to show that the ancient cultures have... Um, what, uh, what evidence it, uh, they they show evidence of uh, extraterrestrial beings. What, what is it coming called to give again? Them knowledge. The
1: uh, the unknown hand or the the oh, fuck it's, it's something along the lines of because they I, at first he doesn't really outright say it was aliens. It's it was like no and no one ever really says it aliens, was like the, the benevolent. They imply it right, and you're you're meant to infer that obviously they're talking about little 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 green men. Um, but I think I, I forget. Like it's a, it's not necessarily a term, but it's it's mentioned in a lot of different texts. Uh, I think you've told me you've you've told me it before, Daniel, and uh, I want to say it's like the benevolent hand of uh, of of uh, well, just that's just that's just what it's called, like the
3: the the uh, maybe something like that. I'm not sure if I ever I don't recall like, two terms directly it's in, together. It's in the damn book. It, it like, smashes some it bullshit don't. that. I've read and would convey to somebody. Yeah. Um, so Sitchin's backgrounds, although it was lightly treated, uh, I want to revisit it real quick before we go yes, into continue. this text. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like what he said about himself, uh, right. as far as what he's studied and shit. Um, so I'm going to jump through a couple sentences out of the first page of the prologue called Genesis. um, so he said, uh, and I'm not even gonna read this whole sentence because that was kind of bullshit. Um <laughs> the Old Testament has filled my life from childhood. Um actually that's the first sentence. Uh, so like the old testament like it's his guiding force essentially, you know, in his right. life. Um but next paragraph down, because um, he talked about how he like was studying, you know. The Old Testament, da, da 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 but in the ensuing in years, I have learned the languages and history and archaeology of the ancient Near East.
1: Yeah, so um, like he he refers to the Middle East as the Near East.
3: Yeah, the Nephilim became an obsession. Archaeological finds in the deciphering of Sumerian, Babylonian, Assyrian, Hittite, Canaanite, and other ancient texts and epic tales increasingly confirm the accuracy of the biblical references to the kingdoms, cities, rulers, places, temples, trade routes, artifacts, tools, and customs of antiquity. Um, it's just crazy because like he, he doesn't like outright say that like I know how to read these, but he implies it, which mm-hmm. I think is interesting. You know it's like these texts say it, um, but I think he does a better job about like saying, like, well, these texts do say it, but he has cite uh, like Kramer and some of these other scholars on right. um these ancient cultures. Um, and I think he could have done a way better job citing his sources, particularly when it came to like the Bible verses that he was apparently like, drawing from mm-hmm. to yap about in his like little brain droppings of a book. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: uh, one, one of the things I just wanted to touch on before we actually get into the first five chapters. And again, oh, um, <laughs> this is, uh, this episode is going to specifically cover um, as best we can. Uh, we'll get into like the, trials and tribulations about that, um, is the first five chapters. Uh, we will get into, uh, chapters six through 10 on the next episode and chapters six, I'm sorry, 11 through 15 on the last episode. And then we'll give our final thoughts and quote unquote criticism about it. But <clears throat> one of, one of the things Jennifer. that I read, um, when it comes to the criticisms of Zechariah Sitchin is that, um, and again, this is just uh, going into, uh, this is not really giving any information regarding the book itself, but just on him as a person doing the independent research. It says, uh, the criticism even went so far as to impugn that the fact that he was putting forth academically based research findings and did not hold a f- faculty position or PhD regarding the topics that he was discussing.
1: Like it was... They were they were saying he didn't have the pedigree for it, but it was like an academic, you know, hoity-toity way of saying that <clears throat> he didn't really have the experience for this for his right. claims. Um, there's a there's a <coughs> section here that and I to- I'm gonna
3: I'm gonna use a an argument used by ancient alien theorists, mm-hmm. con- conspiracy theorists, ancient aliens dudes on TV on the show that that's just ivory tower nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that's just trying <laughs> to like, like like knowledge gate right like paywall yeah, basically you know I, someone's information based on just the fact whether they spend a long time in school and right. yeah. wrote something that people did absolutely completely hate. I know.
1: think I think he was using that as an excuse though uh, to. Uh, argue for oh, you think was using this as like a oh well, this is just my take,
3: but, right? You but know.
1: you guys don't believe me because you think you're better than me and you know more it's, uh, to to support his ridiculous claims. Uh, I never like, felt that I, um, because it was even it, in was, the it first seems it chapters, seems like. A, so having re- read this, like it seems convenient to me that
3: No, what Sitchin does very well these. is that he sets up straw man arguments. Yes. Um like I actually wrote straw man
1: um <laughs> on the
3: second page of the prologue. Um I like because he says um As we ourselves venture into space. Thank you. I was about to read that. The acceptance of the ancient scriptures is more than timely.
1: Yes. Read that. Now the astronauts have
3: landed on the moon and unmanned spacecraft explore other planets. It is no longer impossible to believe that a civilization on another planet more advanced than ours was capable of landing its astronauts on the planet Earth sometime in the past.
1: How the fuck do you make that jump? Seriously.
3: Yeah. It's like, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, and you don't believe but, me because you're an idiot. Thought that was
1: impossible. Like if
3: you ask like even the most like rational level of person, like go like, okay, just suspend belief a little bit. Just like hear this, this out.
1: A plus B, B equals aliens. Fuck you. Yeah.
3: Do you think <laughs> it's impossible that there's aliens out there that may have visited the planet at some point, if they're advanced, like, and if people think about it, they go, well, I mean like if dealing with the dinosaurs were happening, that's not really a big impact, <laughs> so maybe, you So
1: know. I mean, and I was I would say that yes. Dude. I would say that yes, but then this is where he comes in like and you just read it through there. He he comes in with the the argument. He says it's no longer impossible no, to believe that. No, exactly. So he says it with those are like strong, kidding me. Where it's just
3: like what do you mean? Like, I don't think that anybody thought that- That it, it was, like, that it was I, out like,
1: of the realm of possibility to begin with. Like right. He's, for he's arguing a it a So he's just
3: saying, like, it's no longer impossible. Like, well- Wait a minute. People have thought that, but like, Von Daniken. Actually, he just goes against Von Daniken right there, because Von Daniken pauses that very idea years before.
0: All right. Um, you, know, <laughs> sorry, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I never, I haven't read anything uh, regarding the fact and, that he uh, maybe have- had uh, collaborated or spoken with von Däniken regarding his he theories. He did because- have one like I can't remember
3: the sentence exactly. I, I should have written it down, but he does mention how there are other authors who have discussed this kind of idea of hmm. like. Um. Ancient astronauts or whatever visiting the planet. So I think that was kind of a soul nod revolution. to Van Von okay. work.
0: Yeah, um, because I mean, as as far as I'm aware, um, Von Deniken was the first kind of one of the first know, people to come out yep, with that do you particular theory how many
1: years before he uh, posited that that uh, idea of. Uh, then Von Däniken? yeah. Then such I
0: uh, well, I think his book came out in the 60s, late 60s. Oh, fuck, okay. It did, yeah. but also,
3: then there was also that Russian guy, uh, Emmanuel, yeah,
0: yeah,
3: Velinosky, who talked about like it was not like an aliens thing, but it was just like, hey, here's some weird space stuff. Like, we think, <laughs> I think there were some like interesting collisions <laughs> yeah. that happened to help form the earth right, and some right. of the planets as we know of them. Um, yeah. And then that maybe could have inspired some of, uh, Sitchin stuff, as we'll discuss in. I think it'll be the second episode of this um, mm-hmm. series. Uh, well, uh,
0: um, one, one other, uh, I guess I say criticism, but uh, one of the things that came out of the book that I was also a reading um, with companion to this one is that a uh, Zachary Sitchin had to deal with what some consider to be academic elitism, which we've just talked about right now. Right. The it says charge, uh, only yeah. those with advanced academic training would be qualified to work with the complex material. And only those with a certain background would be able to reason in Sophisticated academic valid ways. So what's funny, dude, is that he's getting it both ways, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's
3: able to stiff it because he's like, oh no, I'm just a little rogue academic, right? And then he's like, the real academics Going are against me. Grain. But then there's yeah. a, that that the tables are turned now, motherfuckers. Ha ha! And I'm sitting at both ends, eating the fucking ribeye. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: like like I said, dude, it's to, it's, it's so convenient. Whatever well, um, whatever. the me the, the that, question I wanted to pose
0: argument. to to for, for us is that, uh, do we believe that someone who conducts independent research with no official uh, doctorate or degree in a particular field could provide valid research? Absolutely.
1: In the context of those studies, if it's, if it's a good fucking, uh, if, if, it's, if it's fucking obviously well-written and organized and explained, there's no fucking reason why not. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the the person who's doing the research, whether they're um, like trying, nothing, trying,
0: they're doing it for their doctorate or they're doing it just as a research because they have an expert in the field. Right. Um, you're you're still kind of uh, going through the work. It's, uh, it's
1: got nothing to do. I with mean, because I mean, uh, as training. Far, as although, far, yeah, you know what? Well, like, is but although, training. like, the having having those degrees, having that experience, having that that exposure to it academia, helps. absolutely. It it absolutely fucking makes you more inclined but it, to but be it able helps to make in the validity these, of someone who's actually trying to present sure, information and sure, sure, sure. um no, getting some does, kind of a, yeah. getting their but, peers to kind of uh but not from the standpoint of that. not not necessarily from the standpoint of it being academically accepted, only from the standpoint of it being academically feasible or 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 um acceptable, excuse mm-hmm. me. Because See, I think they have um they've got that both
3: currently and definitely today that academic formal academics and then like the rogue academics studying the fringe topics have (laughs) the same funny cross to bear where they're making a claim and thus they have to present the evidence to back that. And particularly more so in the realm of the fringe scientists, they, they usually don't, but the ones that kind of matter, um, they do their fucking homework, and right. they try to come correct. They have citations, just like the fucking academics. Um, and and now with people that are trying to write stuff like on the level, like maybe Sitchin, you know, maybe they've got a little wild hypothesis about how, like, you know, Hayuk was actually the forebearer of the Sumerians or whatever. Um, they can like an independent researcher can. Say, oh, I'm going to pay you know thirty bucks and get access to this right. academic database yeah, yeah, yeah. that a college sucker is paying thousands of dollars in the <laughs> end for. Yeah. Um, so, so now you know folks can access the same information, and I think that was true back in the day as well. But I think that the ancient aliens do didn't uh, apply as much. Rigor as they should have, no, to right. really cement their case. Like I think Sitchin no. tried,
1: yeah, you know, yeah, but actually
3: for and, I, and and he did write like you know six there fucking are books. There's some good like ideas, this, but I started reading the second book, Stairway to Heaven, and it's on a completely like you know kind of the same wavelength, but different tangent entirely. And so I feel for like. For the first book as a proxy, it probably needs to be like twice as long Mm. for all of the fucking explanation he needs and all of the additional time he needs to present the figures and stanzas from these clay tablets because there's moments in the first few chapters where he'll cite directly is like, oh, it's from this like broken it's tablet, but we get this little bits from it. And then he starts in his like regular paragraph prose about like, and there's some other stuff that really supports this. Duh, right, duh, yeah. duh, duh.
1: He just uses but those. He doesn't like bring details.
3: that in. So there's moments that I have in my book where I'm just like, well, why don't you bring that up? Like, yeah, why right. don't you cite that directly? Like
1: he doesn't go as in depth. Is as, this your cherry as...
3: picking of the data again? Like I right
0: on. Yeah,
3: because you're also like like, in ways challenging, you know, academics. Yeah. So in ways, he's not coming correct because he would have like he should have like an appendix that's like four times long book, you know, showing (laughs) this is all of the fucking figures with explanations as to like where these things are because like like the fucking we talked about this uh, in an earlier chat when we were planning these uh, this episode. Um, It's the and it's in the first five chapters, I believe. It's the fucking snake that's supposed to be in the tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he tried to make an argument, how like, oh, that's still a modern symbol of medicine, you know, the right. you know, the, right, staff right, the, the, the staff and the snake or whatever. Yeah,
1: and um,
3: which was first used by we the Sumerians. Sat there and looked at our copies of it, and I fucking shoved my fucking book, yeah. book to the screen, and we just couldn't find the fucking snake.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Where Sitchin should have gone like, okay, my copy of this. He should have you know, used some references shitty, in there to like. But I should put an arrow like fucking pointed. snake here, you know. <laughs>
1: he needs he needs more information supporting his claims in some, some, some areas and in others. On the fucking very first page of this book I write,
3: I wrote, um. He is only critical of hypotheses that don't directly support his arguments. right yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is just like way to stay objective, buddy like the whole point of this is that you have to establish a body of knowledge explaining every side or or you know you have your your you have your hypothesis and your null hypothesis, okay, like I think this and here are the things that are saying like that that are against my my ideas, but but again, like. The, the overwhelming body of knowledge supports my my thoughts or whatever, and he doesn't really do that. Uh,
0: the one thing I want to uh, go over before we actually get into the first chapter of this book um, is that uh, what does this book set out to accomplish necessarily? And again, we'll, we're going to get deep into it whenever we go into the, our, our next episodes uh, with the other chapters. And I... From from what I can decipher and I and you guys to either correct me or add on to this, is that his main reasoning for writing this book was to decipher a sophisticated cosmogony, which again, cosmogony is the branch of science that deals with the origin of the universe, especially the solar system, and which this explains modern scientific theory. and then it says the first settlements of Earth by the Nephilim, which is again that is where he jumps into his own uh, theory. And then the the momentous uh, events that led to the creation of man and the methods that this was, that accomplished this. And again, the origin of mankind specifically.
3: Yeah. So cosmogony and then uh, mythology and mythology in the actual literal sense study of, yeah, the literal sense where it's, you know, the origin story, you know, so like, World diver myths, uh, fucking the
1: deluge myths, the great the spider of, oh, deluge, the, the Garden fucking, of Eden, uh, thunder gods, uh, just well, I would say
0: like those are those are those are um, no, points no, no, to but, uh, prove. Well, his, no, but his, his, those uh, things thesis,
3: will so create men. There is various ideas, so okay. this is an alternative idea where, apart from an actual or a mythic being, like these are aliens that are purported to be like gods, mythic beings, right? Gods of heaven. heaven. Um, um, and uh, Sitchin saying like, "Well, here's the puzzle." You know? <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I, but I think to frame the first five chapters, um, chapters one through four is basically a history of of yeah, biblical, mankind, the history of mankind,
1: folded into development you know,
3: kind of the evolutionary history of man right. for the first chapter, and we'll, we'll go into this detail. I was trying to like. Try to tie this all together a little bit. Oh, I mean, I so like then, how he
1: does that. I, I mean, so I like how he, he approaches it. Excuse me,
3: goes oh. into trying to figure out, well, where oh. did civilization begin? Kind of like where did all this like wonderful stuff that we have now kind of come from? Right. And so then he starts tracing the archaeology of right, the
1: historical record from that. Yeah, you and know, then he he mixes records, in you know he mixes the, in like the 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 development written records religions. left
3: behind you know just the whole kit and caboodle you know yeah um. mm-hmm.
1: it is very ambitious. Uh, I unfortunately like to me like this guy was like writing a dissertation, but like not 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 publishing it. Like this is this is not even a manuscript. Like he's 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 printing his notes whatever it's just it's not like you can see the elements of what he's trying to do here but it's just so goddamn like disjointed and jumbled that um it's well i disagree that these are mere notes man like well i mean this guy is just you know they
3: seem okay so assuming that he is this brilliant mind that can read and translate all of these old, you know, clay tablets from various cultures and okay. tie all of these, you know, grandiose, like, I mean, cause it's pretty grand. I mean, it is ambitious, mm-hmm. you know, he's like tying, yeah, he's you know, ma- fucking he's
1: making a fucking
3: chronology of <clears> Rome <throat> uh, to East. fucking Sumeria. Right. Through their uh, religion. Right. Um,
1: yeah. So, like again, like he's tying the historical. He's he's being very little with everything. He's tying the historical record uh, to 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 the <laughs> to the biblical record, and just like tracing it back to the origins of civilization.
3: Right. And one thing that it's kind of annoying that Sitchin does is that he always kind of shoehorns like the old Testament back in.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Um, that's one of his like he, he, main, main because sources. That's, so like, yeah, he uses that as a direct tie in like, okay, look, this proves this. Well, this, proves I, this. I, I think like, he
0: does that because like, that's like one of the things that can, it is that people can relate it to is, specifically. Uh, <clears> so <throat> they can use that as a, that's the draw, it the, is draw back to the, the, the claims that he's making.
1: So I've, I've come across this before. I don't know necessarily how anyone might, particularly disagree with me, but to me, like the old Testament, the Bible, it, it like, I don't look at it as a necessarily of a collection of, uh, of like proverbs or just necessarily, uh, 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 Dude, mytho- well, mythological, myths, there, there, mythological there's fables. Right. No, like to me, it's not, it's not mythological lessons per se. Like those, those elements of like, you know, Jesus walking on water, uh, you know, uh, Fucking Satan, like walking through the desert, those kinds Why are of. Are you things, talking about New Testament? Roman? They like I'm just trying to use an as as an example. <laughs> I I don't know sh- I don't know shit about the Old Testament. Like I'm I'm sort of trying to use that as well because that's his main reference. Okay, what I mean now to say I'm is really the Bible, curious Where you're trying to go with this? <laughs> so what I mean to say is like it, the Bible in general isn't necessarily uh uh, uh like a, a a a pure metaphorical um reference to to living life to to like the rules of society it is uh it, it, it's it's a form of a historical record or rather it has that information mixed in because the people at the time uh like we' just using that information to to like establish their history like that's what it is it's a book on history uh you just need to be able to separate the you know, like the esoteric bullshit or whatever. The angels and demons necessarily stuff from, like, um, the more mundane things. But,
3: Roland, you, you can't because you, that's their worldview. I
1: mean, yes, but, like, so that's <laughs> um, why I say, like, then, I can't – I wouldn't take all of it uh, uh, in – I wouldn't take all of it in in stride or whatever. Like, I would use it in the same – sort of method that like he seems to be like as a tool to point to like particular facts to like historical events, those sorts of things. Um Well, well I mean, he, okay. he, he,
0: he uses the comparison to like, uh, as far as like the, the deluge, he, he compares, he right. uh, draws and, back like, to the story the, of like Noah. The, again,
1: the garden of Eden, he the, finds the garden like of the, Eden uh, with the agri- like a, agriculture, the, like the, as far the as like the location of Abraham. Yeah. The, the, uh, the
0: chronology of how like, uh, the manner progressed as far as like uh, uh, the way they've. Uh, and, I guess came like up things again with the, been, the agriculture. It's been situation. established that he, he he draws back to the the I think it was Genesis where he talks about the God. Yep. And yep, right. The so Adam like
1: obviously I'm going to ignore things like like things about like. Um, stuff. <laughs> you know, like about Leviathan or like the demiurge, those kinds of things. Like i I'm trying to find like again more mundane uh, passages in there that they're able to. And he even mentions in here they're able to go and find like the city of Ur, the the well, like, No, the,
3: and there's a whole field of like biblical archaeology. Right. Where yes. they go through and, like and they, they use go the Bible and to, like, to like try the ground able to ground so, like, truth. Yes. You're right. That's so that's what I think is, of it
1: as in that in, in, in is, those um, particular so yes, aspects. Yes, like
3: I will agree, Roland, like the Bible it does have like a nice historical record, like you know, at least the parts of it that are grounders' view the winner's viewpoint of things or whatever <laughs> um,
1: or the alleged oppressed of, you know, the winner's oh, circle. That's, I love that. Um, the winner's uh, circle. <laughs> uh, that's, that's so but, funny, dude.
3: Um, but then it's just like Aesop's fables. And then, and I'm just like restricting this to the old Testament because mm-hmm. that's what Sitchin's working with. Um, yeah. So Aesop's fables, cause you have like proverbs and, has yeah, some ridiculous shit going on in fucking the Book you know, of fucking uh Job. Yeah. But um all the things about angels and demons and um it's their worldview, so you can't like discount that. Because it's no. so cool to think about how people thought like that Absolutely. back in the day, allegedly. What I but mean this has that- all been like stripped down and right, raped yes. by the Council of Nicaea. Without without the uh and then I that's and then also the bullshit from the Council of Nicaea has been
1: as, ground as truth uh, by the,
3: the historian uh, who probably never existed, Josephus, <laughs> who made up a bunch of <laughs> random bullshit to support like so and then then you have, like biblical archaeologists going to look at josephus's bullshit which is bullshit on the earlier bullshit <laughs> so you just <laughs> man bullshit but then every once in a while they go like we found this site right and it's like okay cool you demonstrated and that a place so, this like fucking mythic tome talked about so actually i don't even there. necessarily right. think that but that I, mean, I mean i i, I couldn't argue that is, like, like he says
1: i i couldn't argue that he even necessarily believes everything in the Bible like he's just again using these specific uh, uh, stories and locations to try to tie in a particular <clears throat> I, 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 I,
0: I, honestly I would think that Zachariah Zachary Sitchin is pretty big christian he is and
3: i quote uh, oh god the old testament has filled my life from childhood Uh, first (laughs) sentence of the fucking book
1: (laughs) yeah yeah but again like splat again this guy cherry picks the fuck out of the like it's a fucking plot device for his goddamn thesis or whatever. Oh, like,
3: a fringe theorist is cherry picking. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: But in the same in the same vein, he's trying to he's trying to like a hold of Buzz generalize Speed. the fuck out of everything, saying that like no, this is all true, and here we go. These are the points or whatever. Like, yeah, uh, he's trying. Like you said before, he's trying to have it both ways, and. Mm, like, like it's very really ribeye
3: both, man. Ripeye potatoes. It's very
1: fucky. Yeah, I need some extra gravy <laughs> on this fucky. shit. It's <laughs> Oh, just some fucking grilled <laughs> onions, some butter. Come on. So- Okay, so um,
0: let's get into the first chapter, which is the shortest chapter of the whole book. And the first chapter oh, is, is called The Endless book. Beginning. Ten, tw- 10 pages. Well, it's not even 10 pages. <laughs> uh, so, so basically, I- in, I from what I could surmise from this uh chapter is that um he's basically giving you uh, the reader a very introductory version of what he's about to talk about. The so histori- basically
1: he, he's going through the story. He starts with his historical record. Yeah, and basically origins, he's talking about like man, man, man and, and humanity. how they
0: have uh whatever they originated right. and how they have kind of uh they've I guess the next uh time. yeah,
1: they've evolved over time. And he makes he makes a distinction to the um the establishment of the thinking man. Is it uh, Daniel, go ahead.
3: So a lost opportunity. So once again like circling back on the idea that Sitchin had so many opportunities to have a lot more explanation of what the fuck his was like supporting his arguments. Mm -hmm. So here, um, so regarding, you know, life on this planet, if it began through a series of spontaneous chemical reactions, why does life on earth have but a single source and not a multitude of chance sources? And why does all living matter on Earth contain too little of the chemical elements that abound on Earth and too much of those that are rare on our planet? But he doesn't talk about so, what fucking, you No,
1: know, you know, he doesn't yeah, talk about the, impo- the probable impossibility of life. The, 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 it the it
0: question that he poses like, uh, in the very first, uh, I guess the third uh, paragraph was that was life then imported? To Earth from elsewhere, and that is just in the very beginning. Mm. That he's already like just jumping to yeah. like uh, yeah, questions. She's
3: maybe a hundred words into this book, guys. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: and and so, some of the things that he uh, does say um, uh, regarding man. It says man originated uh, in Asia from some five hundred thousand years ago. Right. But as older fossils were found, it became evident that the mills of evolution grind much much slower. It says man's ancestor apes are now placed at a staggering 25 million years ago. And it says uh, discoveries in the East Africa reveal the transition from man-like apes, the hominids, to some 1,400 million, I'm sorry, 14 million years ago. So, I mean, he's going through like the the various stages of uh, evolution for man and uh, talking about how... um, either they've quickly evolved or the, how they slowly right. they evolved. So
1: like his, his argument is that like, if it's taking so long for us to reach this particular stage, um, you, you know, like where, like there, it makes no sense necessarily that we started this, this far back, yeah, but then this far like, back ago. <clears throat> and then like, we took this long to, to develop and like, it slowly picked up pace, like the pace, like we became like more and more advanced over a slower period or excuse me, a faster period of time. And that doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know. That seems uh, well,
3: and to defend to defend him, and like those will be like an afterthoughts thing. But a whole lot's been learned about, and a lot more stuff's been found about human evolution. Right. We still just have like, and he does make a salient point here where he talks about how we just have a few bits of jaw, you know, a few (laughs) vertebrae, you know, (sighs) like we do have really a very limited record of what was going on in the past. But since his writing, we've filled out a lot more of understanding. We're still pretty clueless, but we have some better ideas. Yeah.
1: Um, What it it doesn't, it seems like, I don't know, it like his logic seems backwards to me in that, like, he thinks that, okay, like, there's, there should be, uh, like a standard progression or rather. like Well, a, and he fucks to, up, yeah,
3: because cause he talks about how like, oh, this what stark change in humans when, as he argues later, the aliens are right, exactly. making you know, them maybe and that showing them how to do it. stuff. But, when he's talking about this, this, these evolutionary leaps, particularly right. when it comes to like Cro-Magnons right, and then right. uh, modern A- Homo as sapiens. As opposed to millions um, of years
1: between uh, Australopithecus fire, and Numa erectus, The advent to of, hundreds of fire, of dude, And
3: yes. then like the big gut versus, or small gut versus like big brain arguments and stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where um, just with the advent of fire, just with processing foods, um, right, humans were able to fucking, you know, just get way more calories like from way their more foods advanced, just at exactly. base and so um you had this like exchange and then food was more visually processed Exactly. so they were was, like, they were preaching. spending less time
1: um, hunting and gathering they had more time for leisure that is to say more time for thought and so then you have the generation of of like art of of like you know like the cosmogony yeah, you start itself, seeing you know, like those, those beautiful
3: fucking paintings in like fucking Spain and shit right.
1: um and in France mm-hmm. like all right so that's where like I I have a little bit of difficulty understanding him. Like he's trying to use like a very um I don't know. Like I I want I, the easiest the easiest and, explanation and I think to me even is even at is the backwards. time of
3: his writing, they found Neanderthal burials. Mhm.
1: Right, yeah. Like his <laughs> so by the like yeah. So that was something that we had wanted to sort of go through in this book is in that like okay this came out in the 70s but like since then yeah there have been like right. a lot of breakthroughs uh that have pushed the i mean
0: because I, I mean at the time he's he's basically the, i mean as but far but as like but the, but the, the, but missing, that, the missing link like, of like the evolution even at of man the time of writing yeah,
3: it's been, it's been there were some there's a data out there particularly um, with um stuff um archaeologically out of Africa mm-hmm. uh, at the time because there's a lot of shit in the 50s and 60s out of Africa that was like really you know, groundbreaking in the early finds of like hominin evolution. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that is something I suppose we'll, we'll need to address. Like, like, like the Leakey's work? Yes. Uh, if that uh, smacks a, rings
3: a bell, they're rolling. Um, oh, damn it. I was looking at Oh yes. earlier. yes. Think yeah. of your computer ring.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Uh, one of the things I, I have uh, highlighted here is that uh, that he says is that modern man has many fossil collateral relatives, but no progenitors, and the der- der- derivation of Homo sapiens then becomes a puzzle. So basically, that's and like so the What's mi- funny the missing, is it's, it's like the missing well, link, right? I mean, like
3: Neanderthals and Cro-Magnon.
0: Yeah, but I mean that, that would be right, like con- consider like are- the missing link in between like the Darwin evolution of man, right? I mean like right. there's a point in time where but man uh, there's not like a there's not some kind of connection.
1: There's no like it's not a direct. Uh, but again, th- this is transformation. Is, it's a transition. In, 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 this is information and, that he's
0: going by basically in the 70s. So and, I mean, like and, this is fairly new. And that is
1: only like I mean, just stating that there's a missing link. It's, right. it's, there's multiple links. Like we find one, and then we find another, and another, and another. But, but but the thing is that he's. I think he's pointing out in the first chapter is that like the
0: missing link is, is uh, um, the fact that man emerged with all this knowledge and like uh, the, again the thinking man, the Homo sapien, right, which is a gap in the. And in the- and I, he he's attributing that to the fact that there's uh, some outside interference um, that helped man kind of speed up their evolutionary he's,
1: process. He's trying to fill the gaps with his his theories which it's aliens (laughs) (laughs) like um i can understand how he would do that or why he would do that necessarily but um the thing is in that like the information just wasn't there like he's doing his best to you know uh fill in the gaps but like it's it's, (laughs) it's been established since then that like there's Well, I again,
0: the, the main thing that he's trying to say, again, correct me if I'm wrong, is that in the first chapter, he's trying to say that it doesn't seem probable that man could advance so quickly in right. thought and in tools and agriculture and civilization, writing, um, because prior to the thinking man or homo sapien, every other version of the of quote-unquote man Took millions and millions of years to kind of get to just very small steps in their right. progression.
1: So he's trying to look at it from like a very I, I don't know, like a like a, a very slow progression as opposed to like a snowballing effect or whatever, you know, because like once the fucking microprocessor was first developed, like that's when, you know, we had computers the size of of, of like the my fucking room here or whatever. Yeah, and like yeah, a few you, decades later, all of a sudden, they're like they're this, like they're on your wrist. You know? yeah. Oh, like,
3: so Roland, thats a nice little uh, kind of tie-in to Neanderthals versus Homo sapiens, right? Brains, because Absolutely. Neanderthals actually had larger brains than us. They on
1: did, and you know, uh, bigger mm-hmm. isn't always better, as that goes. <laughs> but like in this particular case, like it's a, it's a, f- it's an assumption they make that, like again, like f- for those particular. Uh fuck I I'm, I'm losing it here for that but like <laughs> the point is that it's not necessarily it, it isn't necessarily proven that uh it's it's able to or rather excuse me um uh, I need more alcohol <laughs> <laughs> Like I know what you, I know what so, you were saying Daniel please just continue here
3: Well <clears throat> so, to our poor listeners that have hung in with us so far um <laughs> i I truly invite you to check this book out um it's available in many formats um but it's it's just a it's a wild ride, and it kind of tries to break you in certain ways like it's it's weird it's it's a fucking crazy book dudes and uh so every time we've talked about this book as a group before this recording and it's it's manifesting here we have been in t- incredibly confused about it's, this book
1: <laughs> it's really hard
3: to make <laughs> yeah. out um so it's just a wild ride because he just you know because you don't want to outright
1: say like he's full of shit. Like he does have some
3: interesting, but then work. The, but then I am personally conflicted with this book, and I know Roland is, and not sure how Ray loves this shit. up on the archaeological record and shit that you are, Ray. Well, also, I, just just to, just
0: to give a little, um, I guess a trivia regarding my knowledge, I have none. Whatsoever, <laughs> um, I'm going uh, into this book um, just as a blind person going. I, I, I all the information that he's pre- presenting as a person who has it's, no it's background like new or whatever. Yeah, I, I can only take it face, face value that he knows what he's talking about and that he's presenting it truthfully. Um, sure. so, so, I, I can, I can only I, I can then, only take that informa- uh, information information um, as he's giving it to me because I mean, I'm also counting on. Uh, you guys, because I mean, you guys have a bit of a background on some some of like the archaeology kind of yeah, this, uh, I, I, background of this. But I I, I can only uh, assume that if maybe he's making a claim that seems a little out there, that you can call bullshit this, on that. This would probably because because I mean the times, average dude. the average listener the average person reading this book. I do not think I personally. I mean, this is just an opinion. I don't think that they would be someone who has a background in like archaeology, anthropology, or any sort of uh, uh, cultural ancient, background, ancient history, ancient history right. for Sumerians, uh, Greek, um, um, whatever uh, Roman, right? Yeah, um, no, no, they're, they're, they're just they're the average person. There. Especially it for goes, myself, like I, Super I, I couldn't, Hindi. I couldn't say like, oh, well, I'm going to call bullshit on that. The only thing I can call bullshit on. Maybe is if he's saying anything uh, biblically, right. biblically, because I mean I have a fairly—I say sort of—I'm not going to say extensive, but I mean I have a comfortable background in uh, the, uh, the Bible, so I. There, there's, right. He's, he's theology, making a claim, folks, uh, with the Bible, and then asserting that you can it, assess it, that pretty fairly, right? right. Yeah, but right. I mean, like, gotcha, but but he's using that as. um as, as as a reference to like what he's claiming so i mean again but i can only assume that what he's saying
3: and uh one thing as a former archaeologist um he did cite uh robert braidwood um who when he was discussing uh advent of uh, agriculture mm-hmm. um and braidwood's an important guy like he's cited still like in the stations on you know anything about origins of agriculture bullshit.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, His ideas a little dated, but you know, but yeah, like when he was talking about, like, oh, you know, you see all these things coming up, like you know, uh, wheat, barley, these other you know staple grains and shit, but you know, just one thing that like I fight with, you know, trying to top of these episodes because we're going to get to these, you know, follow up, you know, ideas, but it's like, okay, well, there's evidence of. Oxen or being fucking uh, domesticated like right. ten thousand years it ago, was the, uh, or the like ten thousand BC, and oxen then and like really early domestication events of a ton of fucking staple yeah. crops all over the world yeah. at different times. Yep, yep. Um, like uh, actually, a lot
1: of the modern ones that we are, are using today, like apparently, like were staple diets for ancient Sumerians. Uh, you know, uh, fucking onions, um, goddamn. Oh, um, you know, peaches, cherries, uh, all this, all this, all this ridiculous stuff. Like, yeah, it, I, w- I was kind of surprised reading that, uh yeah, the available diet that these guys had uh, going. for.
3: From- oh yeah, um, but there's all this uh, other stuff going on around the world, and all these other you know civilizations coming up very early. Like I'm, I'm thinking about, like you know, the
1: and Andes area. Oh, okay. Because um, you have stuff that's low. Like- Where you have like the parallels of, uh, I don't know, like like their particular cultures where you have, um, well, so like you said, the Andes, but I was thinking of like the ziggurats that they mentioned in here uh, because those were also prevalent in South America and yep. Mesoamerica. And so it's like those guys were a sea across from each other and they still like, they had those same exact same designs.
3: Well, and that's a whole stepped, other episode, I think. Just stepped pyramids. Or a whole other just... Shit pile of conversation to get into just you know the phenomenon right. the, the, of mound
1: their, building their own right around and then their, the their own developments of pottery, their own developments of the fucking, like textiles. And
0: well, just, I mean, you, you can say that kind of like uh, tie, ties into of,
1: chapter two, which is called the sudden civilization. Sorry, I, I say the staples, but like to me, those are not to me, but like they seem to be the standards of civilization. Right. You have to have a well, yeah, I maybe mean, it's like why do you have
3: like iconography from the Southern Peru area, like Paracas, uh, pottery looking like stuff that's out of like the Pacific Northwest and sure, sure. like the United States and, and then, Canada. So
1: that's where I have a little, of a, little a little problem with It's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Um, again, um, I'm going to say like kind of moving into chapter two, the sun civilization. Oh, um, so, oh, so sorry. So let's tie back our
3: original like final thought okay, on sure, this, what chapter one was about was just, uh, Mankind should not have sprouted at so the quickly. timeline that it should, right? Um,
1: but from Sitchin's viewpoint, from uh, because, like to to the rest of us, it's like it's a snowball effect. You know, once something picks up, it, it it picks up fucking traction or whatever, it just starts.
0: Yeah, I mean, upon uh, itself
1: just uh, greater and greater and greater with the establishment, or rather, I, I think
0: the, you kind of hinted at it, Roland, um, to apply it to modern day. Um, technology was right. fairly slow in the very beginning, even the nineties, two thousand. As soon as it hit fast. like two thousand five, like technology so sped fast. up so fucking fast, and you can almost attribute that. We're living that, in the um, days of
1: Star Trek, motherfuckers. We've got like <laughs> yeah, we've we have got a phone like, that we, we
0: can see each other on our phones yeah, and shit. We've got fucking wrist mounted, goddamn. Uh, um, and that was in less than a decade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Thank, I mean, um, thanks
1: Apple. I fucking hate you, but way to go. Yeah. Well, you know, uh fucking iPhone. Hey.
0: Uh. But, but the uh, regarding, I'm sorry, Daniel, you were going to, were you going to give any more thoughts to the ch- first chapter? Um, no. Well, okay. So uh, <laughs> the sun civilization, uh, I was telling uh, Roland earlier when we were kind of discussing Um, a bit of a, condensed version of these chapters is that some sudden civilization I feel, uh, when I was reading it gives basically a list of things that
1: progressed faster than normal. It's like a checklist uh, or whatever yeah. of what, uh, what you need to become like a, a- you know, a, pr- a predominant prevailing, yeah.
0: Uh, he, he talks civil- about like, uh, again, he, he brings up cuneiform writing, advanced
1: civilization, um,
0: agriculture, he brings up even uh, banking, uh, monetary accounting. So, like, a
1: lot of the uh, um, uh, a lot of the old uh, ancient texts, a lot of the ancient uh, like clay tablets and whatnot, they were um, records of inventory, uh, right. just like um, they were just counting things, you know, okay, how much uh how much grain do we have how much corn do we have available like what uh, like what is the amount of uh, of uh, of of um? oh Christ of like like fucking goats and like cattle like do we have like they were just keeping lists of things it wasn't necessarily uh, it wasn't necessarily like like the history or like uh, particular events Uh, like primarily it was all just you know record keeping
3: well, no, but it's like that's two sided, you know, because you have the record keeping elements and you also have the. No,
1: yeah, absolutely. Like, stories. Like, I
3: mean, that's also like going back to the Andes, you know, the, the Kipus, um, the knotted rope system. Right, yes, like, yes, yes. Archaeologists have like pretty much figured, and art historians have pretty much figured out like how the uh, number system works. Mm hmm. Or, sorry, like the like mathematical who's what, what, what I meant to say is Where it's is like that, for like, accounting, but then they yeah. have the other who's where they, they about have stories. no idea what the
1: fuck they mean. Right, yeah, because they don't, they but don't they match But they think up. it's about, like, storytelling and shit or, so, like, mythos and shit. What I mean to say is... Or meant to say, excuse me, is in that, like, the bulk of the records that were uh, recovered and analyzed and interpreted and translated, excuse me... Um, weren't necessarily just like it wasn't necessarily just like things about religion or like their history it was like more mundane things you know like okay this is what i've got in the in in storage for this particular season like again like, oh no they were sure just, sure you know, tons of that was like it recorded. was just yeah what people would what necessary like the common uh misconception i would say is that like uh a lot of the you know, like ancient hieroglyphs or cuneiform or, um, uh, writing like had to do with stories more than it actually had to do with, uh, just like, just, it was just, it was just information. Like it was just data, you know, like these guys were just, um, uh, <laughs> uh, they were just keeping track of, of shit as it was going by or whatever. Like they, they were, these were just like very, um, uh, like, well, I mean, it, it it wasn't as I guess necessarily as exciting as as what most um, folks would necessarily I, consider.
3: I think it is. No, look, pay. Hey, I think it's scope. fucking cool as fuck no, no, because, no, no, because like because we can. It's you not can, just daily happenings, but those daily happenings <clears throat> happen to be movements
1: of the stars, right? So um, various the thing battles is, that have
3: taken place. You okay, know, various, that's you know, that's separate. Like again, kudatas or whatever. I um,
1: I I'm trying to make the distinction between like. Uh, you know, data or whatever. Uh, you know, again, like the more mundane, the more Please mundane explain. things. The more <laughs> mundane. God damn it! Like I, I'm trying to make a distinction that like the bulk of the information that was retained uh, wasn't necessarily history. It wasn't necessarily like events or uh, um religion. It was like boring shit or what most people would consider to be boring, like. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't myself because again, like you can take that information and you, like you can make really cool like observations about it. Like as far as, as, Roland, as opposed okay, to okay,
3: so I'm going to try to translate <sighs> for the public ear. Thank
1: you, Daniel. You're so helpful <laughs> doing me this favor.
3: Well, your point is is that perhaps that Sitchin and other people lean on all of this fantastic okay, kind of right. stuff. But the majority of the record we have behind is of the more kind of mundane things, like, you know, taxes, fucking yeah. how many sheep I have in this pen, um, a love letter I may have written to somebody on a broken piece of pottery, which happened in Egypt with Astraka,
1: actually. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It wasn't all that amazing, necessarily, to, like, right. what you would so expect. Like,
3: so, like, probably, you know, bulk of Unless the records. Unless you knew what to
1: do with that kind of know, thing. You know,
3: 95% mundane shit you know just and then five percent's the fantastic you know the gods and, right
1: uh, exactly yeah <laughs>
2: and
1: so like that's that's what i understand like most uh people to assume that it's about like they're talking about these personifications of nature and life and death and all this like you know the gods and wait you know what God damn you. God damn you. You just
3: kind
2: of came.
1: <laughs> no. No, no, no. Like, again, what like. What
3: the fuck, man? You know, like, like fucking heaven. I mean, I'm a little look, fucked up, but again, like, I don't dude, think that makes any sense no, in the context of sense. our discussion just, right now. It makes perfect like, I'm sense. I'm sorry. Again, like, Please
1: bring it. Most of the no. things that, that you would assume or I would, I would expect most people to assume that are stories about heaven and earth or, you know, like the Garden of Eden, those kinds of things. Like, it's not, it's not like that at all. It's just information, okay? It's like things that that they're like they were taking notes or whatever about what happened in this particular. Like it's seasonal, fucking sedentary observations of like what they're doing or excuse me, not what they're doing.
3: Roland, you're like confusing this message. I think. No, dude. Like, no, you suck. Like, <laughs> I'm, oh, and I'm God not trying it. to be shitty. Like, is yes, it just are. me, Ray? Like. Uh, well, because, uh, because I, 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 it's, I, it's like your, it's like your, your conversation right now is like Sitchin's writing where you're oh, trying to talk about oh. the fantastic and then you go back to the mundane and then you talk about it's fantastic uh, again and then it's not. So like, um, um,
1: no, like I, I'm just repeating, I'm just repeating <laughs> my fucking self over and over again. Like the point is that I was trying to say is that like a lot of this stuff, most folks wouldn't consider interesting. They wouldn't think uh, this like, da- Oh, here da- we go. This is like, da- this is Daniel. a biblical fucking story. Daniel, uh, I, I don't yeah. know
0: if you, you can see me like every time, uh, in this uh, past conversation, like I'm like like
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: like twisting my head, like <laughs> going like what? Oh, <laughs> um, you bitch! It's not to say that it's yeah. like making complete. It's not it's not like nonsense or anything. Is that like I feel like you're trying you're you're making the point, but at some point keep, I'm repeating myself. You're speaking sucks. to yourself, and it's hard for us to kind of decipher what you're trying to say to the people listening and to us. But you understand yourself.
3: Yeah, I just think you're trying to, like, work it out, mostly. Like, it's like those half conversations where it's like you're speaking in complete, you know, sentences to somebody, but you're referencing stuff that only you know about.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay.
3: (laughs) Sure. Um, Like, of course, you've read this scroll from the 14th century
1: (laughs) about... You you fucking All The
3: Franciscan monks
1: needed more porridge pronounce or something Frank. you know It's pronounced Franciscan but okay I get it. Uh Roland
0: <laughs> I, I, I would say I, I'm going to fuck I'm, you man, man. <laughs> <laughs> Roland I, I'm going to I'm going to say this to you um, and Daniel <sighs> I mean you gotta assume your audience is yeah, me. Yeah, like I don't know shit about most of this stuff. So I mean, like I'm I can follow you guys uh, because I've I read the book and I can make um, um the references to whatever you're saying kind of uh, parallel to what was I, going I, on here. But are, the, to the listener, yeah, uh, who probably hasn't read the book or doesn't know anything about uh like the history of uh. Agri- like, uh, get good. You, stuff like that. <laughs> get good, be good. Melania. <laughs> you Trump, know right? what?
3: All I got to say to that is this dude, they got what they paid for. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh
0: Okay. So, uh, we're going to move on to chapter three and me reading chapter three. I see chapter three as a very, I, I told Roland, this is a very difficult chapter for me because it's a lot of information regarding uh, past myths in the Greek Roman um, gives a lot of names uh, jumps back and forth. doesn't seem very linear as far as like how he's describing uh, uh, comparisons and stuff like that.
3: We haven't talked about chapter two yet, but I'll sum up chapter two basically as the historical search for Sumer, like Mm -hmm. the earliest civilization. And then chapter Mm -hmm. three, I think it's like the gods
0: of the earth or whatever it is. The la- land land says. of the gods. Land of the gods. Sumer, land of the gods. I'm sorry. That's that's oh, wrong. No, that's, sorry. that's That's incorrect. Cool. I'm sorry. It's uh gods of heaven and earth. Sorry. Right. Yeah. So in this chapter, it's basically an extension.
3: He gets past like the kind of the historical background he established for tracing some of these cultures, and then he jumps right into their religious iconography and worldviews.
0: Right. Again, I had a hard time kind of following along with this chapter, um, l- reading and listening to it, uh, the audiobook. It kind of just, everything just starts to like make some it's kind of mishmash jumbled. in my brain and I couldn't follow along necessarily with everything that he's presenting. He, he jumps around a lot. Because he, again, because he jumps around a lot. He, uh, um,
1: he talks can, about- Could you
0: guys make any sense of like how he was trying to present the information? Um, yes, Daniel, he, please.
3: Okay. Oh, I didn't say I was going to you. As
1: I can, <laughs> <laughs> if you can, so then like, please go ahead. He, he, no, um, chapter two. He tries to trace like the chronology from like uh, what uh, we consider, from a historical standpoint, to be the uh, the dominant uh, cultures or the uh, uh, dominant points of uh, like establishing civilization. So he starts with the Greeks, saying that what most people assume to be uh, the origins of, of, yeah, of language. Uh, I mean, he's, he's basically philosophy. like
0: presenting the information that, um, or actually the, themselves saying- the gods in all these mythologies are uh, from actually, the, Sumer, the, the gods of Sumer, they're
1: adapted, or rather, yeah. right. But from he previous he
0: presents it
3: in a like reverse chronology. Yes, where He goes, yeah. okay, so we think about you know the Greeks, and the, the Greeks Romans, and the Romans, and then at one point he discusses their pantheon, right? right. Well, the major and figures how, at least,
1: and how like and he they, goes,
3: oh, but even the even the Greeks talked about how they drew inspiration from an earlier source. Right. They go yes. to Egypt, they go right. to Egypt, right. and then and find then. a lot of the same figures and representations, and then, and then he goes, well let's go a step further, a step further, a step further. Back. So all of the folks he brings up are not necessarily relevant to our discussion, but he just keeps tracing back, mm-hmm. you know, watching these religious figures through time. So, but going in a virtual chronological order to, trying to find back, where the fucking origin point is for these stories. Right.
1: And he, he ends up back with Sumerian culture, uh, uh, the Greeks and the Romans trace their information from uh, the Egyptians who trace their information back from the Akkadians and the um, – excuse me, not the Akkadians, the Assyrians and the Babylonians who trace their information back from the Akkadians because, as it turns out, they're an offshoot branch from them. Um, yeah, from the Sumerians, yeah. Right, who the Akkadians themselves are an op- are, are a d- uh, progression from the Sumerians.
3: Well, and then there's also – and. And I can see why this chapter may be confusing, from because, as you mentioned earlier, you've got kind of a decent handle on the Bible, Ray. Yeah. So you read about shit like the Hittites, the Hurrians, mm-hmm. the, Canaanites, the Canaanites, right? And that's familiar ground, but then it's set in this like wider context that's like really wild because it's like right. well, not just this one religious worldview no. with a couple like it talks about counter narratives, right. like with when the Canaanites right. got brought up in the Old Testament right. when mm-hmm. they were um,
1: contemporaneous when with. It, when the
3: Israelites went to uh, Canaan, um, but yeah. then it's like okay, well, here's this. Religious mythos, and I think that there was a lost opportunity from from Sitchin, and he maybe gets maybe gets to it his, in his later books. But the ties of these various figures in Sumeria mm-hmm. still showing up in modern day religion,
1: right? right. Yes, yeah. The, the, the so one, like, the one, the like one the thing, thing is, what is what it's, re- it's, just,
3: it's just fascinating. It just I, I just see so many like missed opportunity. Even the, like writing in the seventies so many missed opportunities to just I, I follow think, the rabbit hole of this
2: I, research. I, I
0: think for me, um, I would need this information to be uh, compartmentalized. Uh, you talk about one thing and then you kind of uh, move on to the next and then kind of See, reference it. He kind but of that's does, me, but the, the
3: theme is, you know, tracing this pantheon right. yeah. and identifying these figures, well, it which become like, relevant in the later chapters. Right. But he's um, going like, well, Here's where we think they started. He, oh wait, early he, reference, early reference. It seems so, like, like a very he's very, going through a very like a loose, well, to systematic like analysis of it because he just he jumps culture to culture, right? But he still brings up the same things, like right. oh, this sun god, this moon god, right. this you know principal deity of yeah. warfare. Mm-hmm. You no, know.
0: and I mean, uh for me personally, I mean, I can. See what he's trying to do, but as he's presenting the information, uh, it gets lost in my brain uh, whenever he says something and then he reverts back to like the comparisons to other cultures as opposed to just like talking about one culture. Then moving on to the next. I think And then, then saying like, okay, then he's talking about this. I, I think he's, that like, he's
3: trying to thread a thread a needle of discourse. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's well. And that's
0: what I see. Like does, it's it's very thin uh needle very, of discourse. Yeah, so like absolutely. that that's that's what doesn't resonate in my brain whenever I, he's talking about this kind of stuff.
1: I, I think it's very loose, uh like the the uh Comparisons but or the, actually, the lines that, that he draws between each of these. That word these loose cultures. works
3: really well for this because, once again, you know, there's so many things, ideas he could expand on. Yeah, exactly. Upon. Right, right, like, yeah. we need and more elaborate. This chapter should have been about three times longer so you could talk about, like... at least, <laughs> really, you know, go into yeah. like <laughs> Egypt and then really go into fucking he, Assyria, he, really go into Canaan, right? Really? Right, re- and then Babylon. Elaborate. Or yeah, Babylon. A lot of these. Like, you know, he just.
1: He's just very matter of fact, and
3: uh, because he also makes a lot of like assumptions and jumps and leaps in logic in mm-hmm. this book, I underline somewhere in there where he's like, "Well, there's no doubt that the Hurrians were of Indo-European like, <laughs> yeah. origin. Yeah. They were probably the first uh, fucking uh, Hindus, you know, like right, yeah. um, <laughs> the Vedics." But he makes their these information uh, over to he, the he does, like throughout these like you know these nice. Di- Relatively tight discussions of iconography that, you know, once again, ties these religious figures through time um, and space as it, like occurs, he has some it pops good, up in parts of the world. He has some good
1: examples, but the like, yeah, like it really needs to be fleshed out uh, in further See, detail. And I,
3: and I think that, you know, the book that probably should have been written would have been more like uh, Gods of Eden
1: because- sure. A lot you, of shit. Gets okay, so in like, that. like yeah. doesn't
3: even uh, Bramley bring up some new world shit? You guys yeah, have yeah, read yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. the both of you guys have read Gods of Eden, right? Yes. Oh, yes. well, Yeah. I have. Yeah. Okay. I have Loved no. It. I've like I've Ray just dropped me the copy here now, and like I've I've got no. Um, I have I've yet to crack it. Uh, obviously.
3: Yeah, but so, um, so if we're looking like on an evolutionary trajectory
1: as far as like
3: refinement years. of research and yeah. homework of, uh, which are the same thing, of ancient alien stuff, like you see a clear like break from Von Daniken mm-hmm. to Sitchin and then right. definitely to Bramley. Um, and it's just fantastic. Like, I can't wait for you to <laughs> get through that book. Yeah. Um, um
1: I Yeah, it's... uh but we have to get so, through this book first. Oh, so, yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, like, I was, I was telling Ray, and like... we have three fucking episodes all, at least All, for all it, the so. tabs that, like, we covered in the past two chapters or whatever, like, I didn't even crack the book going through any of these details. Like, we just rattled off all of them. Yeah. He, um,
0: so, he he fucking used all the tabs that I had in the back of the book in just the first, what? Two chapters. Two chapters. <laughs> I don't I was know if like, you
1: can see all this. I was like, okay,
0: man, like, sure. Um... But that's good because I mean, like um, those I are all the more. notes that need to be made, like uh, uh, whenever you're talking about this book specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, like this guy just is on some bullshit, man.
3: man. Yeah. Like, he just, like, yeah, man. Like yeah. he just because Jeez. he just makes these like super bold claims off of like very oh, limited you know, exposure of. You know, these case studies in time. So he's like, well, of course this happened.
0: Right. You know? Here's and the and proof. And maybe, my, maybe, maybe, and maybe, maybe, maybe. Of he, course he, this he, happened. <laughs> uh, regarding Zachary oh, Station and his research, I mean, I believe what I've heard or read some- and uh, listened to is that like he did a, almost over a decade of research oh, okay. before he presented this book specifically. Really? So I mean, like, it's not to say that he just kind of it went from like one year to the next that yeah. he reads this and kind of made, made these uh, assumptions or claims. <laughs> like he took time um, to research. And of course he was like going through like, uh, so like uh, the tablets and like uh, the biblical, like Greek and Hebrew and all that kind of shit to make uh, all these claims and like uh, to to write this book in general. So, I mean like, I can't say for sure. You can't say that he just did it um, off a whim or just uh, he just farted shit out. You know,
3: decades of research went into this, but I wonder what his original premise was. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Yeah, like what question, like the original thing that like led to this book, because this wasn't the whole idea. You know, like it may have been something as innocent as like, I want to make sure the Old Testament's right. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: but yeah so i mean like yeah you know you you probably start with like yeah angels are real like i mean you did mention it earlier uh, on the episode daniel's that uh when he was when he was a child, he questioned his like Sunday school teacher teacher uh, yeah. regarding like, the nephilim. You know, well, like, like he yeah. was like in Hebrew
3: school or something. Sure, really yeah, sound some racist. I think that's like what he called it. Like, yeah,
1: but um, I call, like you you said the same thing. Like I call bullshit on that because I mean no. Of course
0: we we can't. Uh, we, the person is not allowed to cooperate the story. Um They would have. I mean, his
1: ass black and blue. So he said the
3: teacher explained, but I mean, they're talking about fucking Genesis in fucking school, so <laughs> probably like it's all about the Old Testament. Probably Hebrew school or whatever they call it.
0: Um, yeah. yeah,
3: and this is how we get demonetized by talking about we don't how we don't understand what. Hebrews call their schooling if they are religious.
0: All right. As so we're going to move on to chapter four, Sumer, oh. land of the
1: gods. Um, yes, 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 yes. That
3: this is where things to get pretty spicy because he does, you know, drop a good amount of information about these deities because, right. you
1: like know, his- chapter
3: three was all about just establishing the precursor the antecedent uh, forms of these same gods.
0: Yeah. This is kind of like in the introduction of, of where he's talking about the actual quote unquote gods yeah, so that he's came He's getting to
3: like, okay, Sumer. Like yeah. this is where, where we're talking about. Like, you mean actually the book happens. Uh, yeah. Sumer. Right. Sh- Schumer. <laughs> yeah. Schumer or Shinar. Yes. I love that. Shinar. Or Shinar. Shinar. Um, Which, I, I looked that up. Like, so, so, mm-hmm cause he's very confident about like talking about how like, the Bible calls like like Shinar or whatever. So I looked it up, um, sometime last week and, you know, generic Google search. And the only reference to Sumeria being called Shinar is in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no other link to it. Like, uh, which is kind of fascinating, but it's like, well, why not I always call it like Schumer at least, you
2: know? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I would like to get into uh, very briefly, like the characters that are introduced into uh, this ch- in this chapter.
1: Oh, so you, you're you're talking about the mythology, uh, yeah, uh, yeah? That he starts to go yep. into yeah, the gods the, that the, we the gods are now that, down yeah. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: The gods that he's introducing into this chapter.
1: The gods responsible for. Yeah. Uh, and,
0: and you have to um, the listeners have to understand that the creation um, of humanity. There's never a. Consistent name? No, it jumps with around these, um, with these gods. I mean, There's like variations starts, throughout uh, the mythology regarding the names of these gods. Yeah, yeah, so like Ea can be Enlil, right? Yeah, or no,
3: A is Enki, and Enlil's another dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's An, An or where, Anu.
0: No,
1: Anu uh, is yeah. the father. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically. well, yeah. So that's one Anu of the, is Anu. Yeah, right. someone is one of the characters. He is. He um, oh, Ra. Yes, 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 yes. He's wrong. You, know, you never like actually see a new... In, um, in Roman and Greek, he's... Uh, uh, is it Cronus? Uh, I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what the Roman equivalent of that was. It wasn't... Jupiter it,
3: no I think that? it was Cronus for well uh, just uh, just to,
1: I just
0: to like get a, a new dude a, a real yeah. quick uh, genealogy yes. as far as like the gods that are introduced in this chapter so we have Anu
1: right
0: which is the head of the gods right and he has right. his two sons yeah we have Enlil, Enlil. which is Anu's son right uh, the ruler of earth and then we have uh, Enki E or Enki Ea and Enki Ea, Ea, yeah. Ea. sorry Ea, and Enki. Ea or Enki and
1: uh, yes no Ea or Enki um, they're both responsible for the uh, creation of humanity. It originally, he states that, uh, I think, Enlil uh, was uh, the one that brought about civilization. But then it also goes but in- But Aya made, made Adama or Adapa.
0: A, a, Adam. Adapa. Ad, yeah. Right,
3: yeah. Yeah. Adam. Or Adam, yeah. yeah but Adam. Adapa,
1: yeah. I think it was the- and Enki was the, the model human and so he goes on to say Enki was the engineer behind humanity's creation okay. so like they're both credited with uh with having a, um, a direct hand in yes
0: and uh, the, uh, their, uh Zachariah uh, Sitchin did uh write a book called The Lost Book of Enki which um I used to own I don't own it anymore uh but um that goes into more of a deep dive into right. and they, they, they role have in. their own
1: deluge event. They uh, they allow right. the quote unquote Noah to escape the flood. Um,
3: yeah. <clears throat> um, but so let's return to this uh, pantheon. Um, right. Okay, their array, if you will.
1: Uh, there was the uh, the half sister, well, right? Which. Uh, she is essentially well, Inanna, yeah, uh, Ninersag, <laughs> right? She is oh, uh, Ninersag, yeah. She right. is she is credited as the uh, mother goddess, uh, which is the uh, if I'm not mistaken, the old um, statuettes that they have of like the very like sort of
3: like the fertility goddess, right? The fertility
1: goddess. Thank you. Uh, her they also referred to her as Mammy, which is apparently where we get the modern no Mamu. Well. So it was it was mamu "quote unquote mammy" and like that's where we yeah. get that's where we get uh mommy from. Is this the chapter I
0: I don't remember I again uh only listening to it um the second time around where um there's a rape that goes on in this chapter. Right.
1: So that is uh and Lil.
0: And yeah, right and look and yeah. look lo, because that's how uh, he gets Ninlil, yeah his he Um uh, yeah.
1: he, he rapes uh sued or nin nin his half sister yeah. uh because he was trying to uh he was trying well, yeah he was trying to make a son he didn't he had a daughter and then so he has sex with a daughter who bears another daughter has sex you, you with know uh, just
0: listening to the the audio book itself uh couple months ago (laughs) whenever this uh part came around it it kind of it was very cringy to listen to because yeah um the way that even just the way it's written and the way that gets read aloud. Yeah. Enki decided
1: his son should be the successor to the throne if he couldn't have it if he couldn't. Uh because uh Enki and Enlil were at odds at all times. Enlil was the um Legitimate successor. Enki was not. Yeah, he was
3: the firstborn. Yeah, right. there was a whole and thing. So, so like Enki, in all of this, like weird god incest. Right. Shit like that if, we're you, getting into, if you had,
1: um, if you, you had a child like, with like a, a a a spawn of the main, like the 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 main deity, like that particular son or daughter was the legitimate heir, and so that's why he tried to bang Ninhursag. uh but the thing is they had to have a masculine heir and so that's when he started having or excuse me she bore a daughter who bore a daughter daughter after (laughs) and he you know tried with that again and they he draws a parallel between that and uh like you said adopt on adam so ninersag also known as ninti and eve and um uh apparently enlil on his first bangerang with with ninursag has a son and so he's the uh he's the uh le- legitimate heir, Nin- Ninurta, uh which is uh uh i don't know i i don't quite recall if they drew a parallel between him and uh zeus because he was a lightning god as well
3: um well at first they did talk about it was strong Enlil or Enki was associated with, I think it was ASO. so mm-hmm. Enki was the like thunder god or wind god or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, and then but these roles get like passed on somehow between the god or among the gods because Ninurta, believe, later became like the god of like thunder or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninurta um, was the uh li- god of lightning. Right. And he marries someone else, um uh, you know, another, some uh bow, a nurse, uh bringer of life. Um Yeah, and, and she goes Ninlil. Yeah. That's where they bring in Zo. Uh Ninurda battles the uh, god zoo for the leadership of Earth after Zo stole Enlil's power. The Enlil ship.
3: yeah well, well, well so like he Let's dive back a little bit. Um, so, there's a little bit of historical tying with the uh, the scepter, the tiara,
1: the tablets, and
3: the crook. Mm. Um, where those were elements tied to iconography throughout. Our ancient past and our even relics today of the Tiara and Scepter oh, yeah. being applied to like kings for countries to still have them, which uh Sitchin did bring up. Um what was the point? Beer starting to win.
1: <laughs> uh I mean those were essentially like the uh uh I was going to say symbols of power, but like the way he writes it is that these were actually all right.
3: But so the symbols of power these these were actually. Sitchin uh, later writes about how like they're actually of, of you know godhood or whatever essentially abused with power of the Enlil ship, and Enlil is translated as according to Sitchin as lord. So kind of like the lordship powers over you know the pantheon. Are tied to these objects. Right. And not necessarily. Zoo yeah. Is able to steal them from um, N, from Enki, I think it was. Yes. When Enki went for like a swim or whatever. Yeah, exactly. He just, like, he ganked just him, off the, him of off the side of the riverbank or whatever, yeah. all mm-hmm. sketchy as and shit. Fucks
1: <laughs> he fucks off. And like he fucks off to like a cave something And all of a sudden his, he's, he's his the king. Worship. You know. <laughs> yeah. They're mine now. I'm going to go hide somewhere. Worship me. What? <laughs> so then, the problem
3: comes, like how to get back the objects of the Endless ship, and so they convince Ninurta to go mm-hmm. fight him. So Ninurta gets his own little sky ship, and apparently is imbued with uh, weapons of light. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and Zoo have a battle.
1: Um, he destroys Zoo's wings.
3: Yeah. The yeah the wings which people think like maybe like bird like thing or whatever but <laughs> Sitchin's arguing that they're in like basically like fighter jets
1: yeah um uh, he infers zu and ner had flying machines and it was sort of yeah like a helicopter side of defeated zu with yeah. a missile Sitchin wonders if zu could be enki's son uh that's where he he makes he makes a, a parallel to uh, babylonian mythology and thinking that zu is marduk and then, like within that same paragraph, like he um, disproves that, saying that uh, zoo he believes that zoo was Nanar Sin, uh, right? A completely other fucking person. Well, a legitimate because son uh, of, uh, of he had anu, this like
3: he does anu. like this fun linguistic tracking through anu there anu. because um he was like oh another name for like Nanar was like uh. Enzu or whatever like right like yeah. N, yeah, yeah, yeah so it was like Lord Zu was who like Nanar may have been mm-hmm um, and I see Ray Polipan open his book and I was looking for my tabs
1: because like I I, yeah, I, I, I specifically for set him. that up. it's
3: a it's a cool fucking like exchange or whatever of
1: fuck mm. he, yeah he he mentions that in chapter two fuck fuck, fuck. Where are you, you bitch? <laughs> Ball sex. Oh, this is a huge mess.
3: Where do we leave off? No <laughs> Nowhere. Oh, you guys try to look up the Sue Enzu thing, I
1: think. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I, I
0: didn't see anything in my fucking. I know booking. I
1: had that because. I know I did. Fuck. Yeah.
3: Uh, so, anyway, like, yeah, despite all on. this, like, God's fuckery bullshit, um, There are, and so I think an important thing to bring up about Sitchin is that even though the Greeks and Romans talked about, you know, Zeus and Aphrodite and all the Mm. other dudes, and then the Egyptians had Osiris and Ra, yada, 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 that not only did the Sumerians have these gods, these gods fucking existed. Mm -hmm. And these gods weren't. Gods, they were just fucking aliens, right? And so, <laughs> that's one thing to keep in mind this whole time. That like he traces it all back down, then he's like, But they're aliens, um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, This particular figure was so and so with like wearing a helmet and goggles, like, uh, mm, not so sure, buddy. And I believe right. it's
3: in uh, chapter four, maybe chapter five, where he talks about the some of the, the iconography, like the. Stelas and uh base reliefs of Ishtar mm-hmm. or Iana, right? Like, like the goggles and the implement of like space right. flight or whatever, was sure. like, wearing like
1: a, like a harness, right. with a uh, was essentially like a flying well, like a jet pack almost, but like they they yeah, so, I, like they explained them as like uh, um, I mean, so you want to
0: move on to chapter five? <laughs> well, I think we're.
3: Still on four kind of. I mean uh, I mean as the, far the as the point of it is, is that like the- these dudes are actually like fucking aliens and they're right. deciding to fuck with Earth and this is still like pre humans, even though yeah in this chapter it was discussed how oh the first human, you know, fucking a I tried to get up to go talk to Anu and the dude pussed out and right. he actually talked to Anu. That's brought up, but a- the whole thing is like humans aren't even in play. I don't even know no. why you brought up that story in this chapter. Yeah, because it's still about fucking the, the is, ancient this is, gods. This is
0: the drama going on between the gods themselves. Prior yeah, to and like so humans for, like, coming For to
3: bring up like Adapa. That was stupid at that point. He yeah. got brought up later, like
0: right. And I mean, um, but these uh, gods uh, have. Affairs,
3: they fucking fight each other. Mm. You know, they're very human-like, and that's um, explained. They eat, yeah. they drink, they fuck. You know, and
0: and, we'll, and we have to say that he's getting this primarily from the Sumerian tablets. Yep. Right. Again, this is not um, something that. Again, this is this is his translation of the tablets. This isn't like necessarily, um, uh, Daniel Roland. Hmm. Oh, go, I, there's one, there's you. one, there's one thing I, I wasn't like too clear on. was that he, he's getting these from the tablets, but what are the scholars saying regarding these tablets? Are they in agreement with him when it comes to these,
1: uh, I mean, they're the stories ones that he's this information from. Well, well yeah, I
0: did
3: read is that, um, scholars still aren't really clear as, everything that the Sumerians were talking about. Okay. So it's like back yeah. in 76, Sitchin has this like perfect knowledge of Sumerian, <laughs> yeah. you know, writing and shit. Well, well that that's and that's
0: what I'm trying to get at is that the fact that he he's making assumptions right. whenever he's he's, he's he's reading these tablets or like trying translating these tablets. But um
3: but I've already mentioned earlier how it makes these leaps of
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Logic, you yeah. know.
3: Well, it must be rocket ships, you know, like, and we get right into chapter five, we'll get into this for sure. Um, and I actually, I really like his explanation, but that's <laughs> just me, you know, hoping UFOs come get me.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, save us, <laughs> or just test us. <laughs> Fuck that, burn the planet, Let's see who survives.
3: But, um, yeah, so I just find it funny that he has this like perfect knowledge when we still don't know a lot about these cultures. Right, right. That he's espousing all this yeah, shit Yeah, about. because uh,
0: he makes some very bold he, he, he's he's making a lot of bold claims when it comes to his um, interpretations and translations of the tablets.
3: And, and speaking of the translations, there's something that came up in chapter two when he was talking about the Archaemenids. Uh, with uh, cyrus the great in persia mm-hmm. um and talking about that empire um he has this shit where um I can't find it. he invokes the translation of the wise yeah the wise one or whatever but that term is actually multivalent um it means all sorts of stuff like some of them do have like kind of like that like Wise or smart or clever or like master of like uh connotation, mm-hmm. um, but the Archim- Archimedes, uh, fucking empire, mm-hmm. it just meant, uh, gotta pull on my little notebook one second, um it translated to of the family of the Mm Archimaneus and Archimanus may not have even existed. He may just be like a, a fictive kin member that people tie their, you know, allegiance to or whatever, like, um, and, uh, shortly after in that same paragraph, uh, Sitchin's talking about uh Hak Hakama or sorry, Hakam Amish or sorry, Hak Amanish. Um and all that means it's old Persian for uh R-K- or however it's fucking pronounced, Archaeomanid, whatever. So it's just like he's doing all these like linguistic ties trying to make this case but there's multiple like interpretations of the text mm-hmm. so once again he's just kind of like cherry picking and he had, like in the prolog I'm like this is an interpretation even though he's like trying to present it as like you know the end all be all to what happened and i just think it's funny um cuz it's very basic you know historiography and archaeology totally disagrees with him
1: okay yeah,
3: yeah and yeah. so admittedly some of the a lot of the history and archaeology he brings up like i it's out of my wheelhouse i mean i took a course in egyptian archaeology but mostly i studied the americas right on. so a lot of this stuff was kind of like new to me as well mm-hmm. like I have you know read stuff like David Icke who traces you know the Ishtar figure for his own intents and purposes. So I kind of know a little bit about that, but I really don't know shit about fucking you know the side of Ur or whatever.
1: Same here. Which was a place, just Um, like things that I read like out of. So so
3: a bit of this, you know. um, I'm kind of like almost proxying in my knowledge of other areas of the world. Cause, I, mean, I did take a bunch of classes like orders of agriculture and stuff that, that, talk about all this like stuff that of course was found out after Sitchin finished his fucking book. Right. Um, so a bit I've tried hard to fight my need to just do like, Oh wait, this and this, and this, and this, mm-hmm. Oh wait, that happened in 1995. Yeah. So I wonder Sitchin on his deathbed, if you thought how much, like how wrong he was potentially, <laughs> or if he believed it after like, if he like kept up on the literature and stuff, and I'm right. like, wait a minute, there's all these other domestication events worldwide, all this other mound buildings, super early other places.
0: Fuck, you know? Well, I mean, I'll, I think I'll go through, um, I'll check that out uh, regard, um, for the next episode, whenever we do get to that. Um, but, um, do y'all want to move on to chapter five? Are y'all good with that? I'm fine. Uh,
3: no, absolutely. Yeah. Just, one. uh, okay.
0: I'm just glad we get through this clusterfuck of a chapter. All right, so last chapter, chapter five, the Nephilim people of the fiery rockets. And before we get into that, I just want to give a definition of the Nephilim, uh, for those of you who. Don't know Maybe what that I'm is, yeah. You're not aware. Uh, the Nephilim are referenced in the Bible. Um, I don't recall which um book, but it's uh, they're referred to as the sons of God who uh came down from heaven and uh mated with uh the women, yep of uh, earth <laughs> and uh they create yeah, they, they they, they of course it's like this
3: like colonial like approach like I, I, you, don't, you don't have like women coming down fucking you know human dudes
0: yeah no nope, they all I, dudes. I, I have to I have to I have to yeah, I have masculine to, god I have to correct myself the nephilim aren't the persons that came the Wieners down the here folks and uh made it uh the nephilim are the result of Uh, the sons of God coming down and mating with human women and creating the Nephilim which are quote unquote the giants
1: yes of uh, which of of the Bible so divine
0: and um, they go into more detail of the Nephilim in the book of Enoch if you haven't uh, come across that Mm -hmm. that is a that is a book of the the Apocrypha Um, you can find uh, various translations regarding that book at uh, your local bookstore or your Amazon. Yeah. Uh, just
3: uh, hit up a Catholic product. church. Just email them. Just be like, <laughs> yeah, can hey, right, I right. get an apocrypha? Oh, yeah, sure. And actually, just- so on that note, remember I was going to like try to go to churches to just to get copies of Bibles Bible before you I can rack <laughs> up. I'm just going to start emailing people. Dude, do it. And just see if I can get a fucking, you know, <sighs> a throne of nonsense. Blocked. <laughs> To rest upon that's well, more comfortable than this chair.
0: The the only Bibles I own currently are or Gideon and NIVs, so which are <laughs> New International Versions, hey. and. The, the, those versions are, I'm sorry if you own one. They're and so that's, dumbed down. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I was, was going to say, God, that. God uh, made you, God love you. You made God <laughs> mad.
0: <laughs> Daniel, down you poorly. didn't let me give my apology before saying these things is <laughs> that the new international well, version, of the the version of the Bible is very much dumbed down version of the Bible. Um, you want the King James version, which is probably the closest you can get to like, uh, I guess a translation of the original, uh, texts and that it could be Greek, uh, Roman, uh, Hebrew, whatever. Um, that's probably the closest translation you can get from those, but the new international version, um, again, there's multiple versions that are even dumbered dumbered <laughs> down
1: jesus sad hill wonder why you not have food <laughs> jesus make fish jesus make bread <laughs> he gives to make many fish. people people happy people learn fish people are full people nap jesus talk
0: <laughs> people die jesus make live <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I believe I, I, or burn. Yeah. Believe I, I want to, and that's I, like the last half of the book. They yeah. just
3: gotta fill out the pages, you
0: know. I, I just want to <laughs> say, um, I mean, I, I, I apologize for those of you who do own those copies of the Bible, but if you really want to get into the meat and uh, alth- more, two-tos. I guess, authentic versions of the of the Bible that you would like to read you only need to go to the King James version and maybe study a little bit more to understand the way they those are presented um the the translations themselves kind of get a little muddy as far as like a uh, word choices um and the way they present the information because they they could literally mean many different things whenever you go from the King James to the new new international yeah, version yeah and
3: actually that is fascinating um just those word choices among the B Blay, um, yeah. mm. or versions of the B Blay. Right. Like sometimes though I do have to kind of bitch about the new King James because just like we're not in fucking 13th century
0: England, you know. <laughs> yeah. And
3: those dudes didn't <laughs> even talk like age. that. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> Well again, I, I will say it's the the closest translation that you can get from the original versions of those uh, books. It's the closest. Unless you the closest. make a
3: time-traveling device. Yeah, of course. I... And go back before the Council of Nicaea, which was in uh, 1534, I believe. Somewhere on there, Where they yeah. heavily edited this shit out of the Bible. Yeah, yeah. That's when they cut out the Apocrypha, which where the Book of Enoch is Yeah, in. right, yeah. Um, but somehow the Catholic Church adopted the Apocrypha too, which is...
0: Um, I, I don't know if they like they, they're, 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 there's there's a mean, few there's a few books in the, the the quote unquote Catholic Bible that uh, incorporates some of the books from the Apocrypha, not all of them, but some of them, right? And um, but I believe Enoch is one of them. No, no, I don't think Enoch. Enoch is not one of them. Oh, um, word. no, that that one, the Book of Enoch, is a completely separate book from because
3: I figured that uh, one would those. like kind of jive with the overall, you know, let's uh. Kind of uh, reify the Jacob's ladder story.
0: Well, well, <laughs> well. From my understanding, that the Book of Enoch kind of gives, um, I want to say, a bit more freedom to the um, the congregation to to enter into the king the kingdom of heaven. So, I mean, um, as if you're the Catholic Church, you don't want that, you know? Like, you want you need people to f- submit. the The
3: funniest thing that I think about, like the why certain books of the Bible were allegedly like cut out of it was because they couldn't really verify like the source.
0: Well, I mean, and, uh, well, I mean, it's like technically, it's like, bitch, our,
3: this mm-hmm. shit was written like 300 years after the fact.
0: Well, I mean, that the, may well, have
3: happened. Well,
0: fuck all y'all. Uh, and I would say uh, Daniel, Daniel, like, like the, the, the book of Enoch probably didn't jive with the consistency of the, the, cause like the, 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 the the Godhead person and the the common folks no, so you, sure. you also need that and, and actually and, uh, it's, man. and it's funny
3: because like it, even in the like the edited New Testament how there are Old Testament there's shit about like gods and mm-hmm. you know like multiple and then it gets like kind of explained away in the New Testament like oh no that's just like the Trinity or whatever mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you have to wonder about like <laughs> these linkages with uh um, the Initial attempt of the Old Testament as tied to these
0: earlier narratives. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, the Bible is um, It's a mind fuck, man. It's a it's a yeah, it's a crazy book. I mean, like I if I suggest you read it. <laughs> Good luck. Read read the book. I mean, like, don't just take someone else's word for it. Read your Bible. Read it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, would, it has- I would actually.
3: Love to do like a Bible as Lit class at the university level. Just you know, just let's just get down, nitty gritty. You know, part you know, one, part look, two, uh, part fifteen. Yeah, let's it, just if, do it, man.
0: The Bible is an interesting uh, book as a whole, and I feel like most people don't dive in no deeply enough to like really absorb the information that's in there. Because I mean. The Bible is because Jesus very- loves you. <laughs>
1: yeah, that that, that was, was going to be my final <laughs> statement. Jump right? to the action chapters, Revelations, baby.
0: Uh, I'm just going to say this: read your read your Bible, all right? You haven't read it, okay? And like, don't just let it sit there and like that. Read your Bible, all right? <laughs> okay, chapter five, Nephilim, the people of the fiery rockets.
1: Yeah. So Session starts going to. The technology of the technology the ancients.
3: Well, it's continuing with uh, kind of the bickerings of the gods and their maneuverings and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. And one thing that I think is interesting, and we're going to jump towards the end of the book, but like... <laughs> You know the Anunnaki create man because they're too lazy to do their own jobs. Right? Um, right. Yeah. But say the gods are still around, right? Work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> um. If the gods left shortly after mankind was like around, why is there so such a ubiquity of? Representations of the the rocket ship shims that he talks about,
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
3: in their language and stuff. Like, even though it's in part about the gods or whatever, but say it wasn't because it does. It says like, oh, they just made man to do their shit for them. Yeah, doesn't imply they actually taught them anything that's apart true, from that,
0: just that's true. the basic
3: production yeah, stuff, like just uh, like uh, very mind basic, gold, uh, you know.
0: Very basic manufacturing type of uh, tasks to kind of get the job done. Um, you did bring up Shem. Um in the in this chapter, um uh Sitchin refers to Shem as almost like a rock uh, a rocket. And he he refers to like the Tower of Babel um from the Bible, where men as were tra- a Shem, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, men were trying to build so uh this whole uh Tower to uh, the he gods said you know, said to like heaven. tower to the gods or like almost like a landing strip. yeah well, this to was another
3: like crazy leap of like linguistics that he makes mm-hmm. for his argument. So he does talk about the biblical story of the Tower of Babel mm-hmm. and a few other instances where the word Shem has been interpreted as, Making a name for oneself or one's namesake, you know, mm-hmm. something of that um, accord. Like I would say, like you know, put your name on the side of a building—that's a sham. Okay. Um, but the incision goes. But if we think of Shem as a rocket ship, yeah, and he makes like a little <laughs> bullshit case for it. It's like uh. the whole thing changes. So apparently, the people of Babel were trying to make a fucking rocket ship. Yeah, and the aliens were like nah, you shouldn't be traveling in space. <laughs> yeah. And that's why they blew up everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the literal argument yeah. that Sitchin makes. And it's fucking
0: hilarious. The fact, the fact yeah, Daniel, you, you said it uh, correctly is that Sitchin um, is saying that imagine that Shem is a fucking rocket ship. Right, and and he's and I, he turns I, his head to linguistics. He's yeah. like, Well,
3: look yeah. at these characters. Translating the yeah. yeah. Doesn't look like a modern spaceship? This yeah. is the <laughs> command module. <laughs> these are the rockets. Yeah. This is the bit that comes off and blows up in the <laughs> atmosphere.
1: It's <Shem laughs> you know? a like, flying machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, when
0: when I was going through this uh, chapter earlier today, and that part came up, I was like, like, ah, uh, like you can can you just. Is that like a, the one of the biggest leaps you can make uh, regarding um, the word choice or the again linguistic uh, uh, deciphering of this um, this language? Or because I mean, because that is a huge assumption to make that the shem is a rocket. ship. Yeah,
1: he he reinterprets it. Yeah, he, he pretty, pretty much just like makes it to fit his. Flies on a rocket to his uh goes to a <laughs> yeah. spaceport uh guarded by fucking a death rays uh and uh he retrieves a, a He uh, meets no he he's, meets Ryans his to, ancestors right, yeah. Mm. On, on the quest for immortality. Uh yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Um we can't we can't I mean, we can say for sure that uh, stitching does make a bunch of leaps and bounds uh, whenever it fits his narrative because he has um, to. <laughs> yeah, he has to because if, if uh, you're going to take uh, the scholarly uh, interpretation of some of these, uh,
1: no, yeah, slow and steady wins the race as far mm-hmm. as any of those go. Like you don't, yeah. make, you don't make these kinds of statements in academia at all. You will, they will fuck you.
0: Well, well, well. Again, that that would.
1: Uh, that, that's because he's an independent
0: researcher and he can make these claims. And what scholarly person is going to take the time to, like, if they read this, they're going to be because like, they This is better. fucking nonsense. I'm not going to fucking bother yeah, with this. No, like, you can make they're not take so the normal, time. But when you to, go,
3: Facebook it. <laughs> itself, this, this one novel, if it was written um, by a scholar, it'd be twice as long yeah. just for all the times they have to write. This would suggest that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And and you know, uh, indicates Daniel. that's the one thing I, I wish he would have done is that. This would suggest, like, it's not making the claim. It suggests that maybe this is the case. Maybe, yeah. Like, and he's not making. He's not saying that. He's saying this is. He is not not even like this is what it is. He's like saying, "What if you just." Turn this into just, this. And just listen like, to what I have to say. Yeah. Turn 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 this word into rocket ship and this like fits everything that I'm saying
1: yeah.
0: right here and now. So take that bitch know. to space. And it, like, we're just on chapter five right now. Yeah. There are oh, there man. are fifteen yeah, I mean, fucking like, chapters guys, in this it, book. It yeah. gets
3: crazier and and the, what's fucking hilarious is that like Sitchin, it's not clear whether People or the Anunnaki build all these sites for the holding of the shem, mm-hmm. because they describe you know these elaborate you know mounds being made, but there's an inner chamber where the shem hangs out, Um, and it's like <laughs> a fucking launching bay for yeah. a fucking missile, and yeah. he has another like linguistic leap where he assumes that. Over oh, five thousand years of language developments, that "tet" in Sumerian is the same as "tet" in modern-day Hebrew, which means missile. Which yeah. he ties to some of the iconography. Like, did not know if you can missile? Well, <laughs> a missile is a lot different than a fucking rocket ship, bud. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all, all the all the paintings and drawings of the Tower of Babel, and like it's showing like the actual tower. Going up to heaven. Mm-hmm. You seem to change that, put a point on top, mm-hmm. and you got yep. a fucking rocket ship. Put a couple of boosters on the <laughs> <Yeah>. side, <laughs> couple of pins, it's a he, funny. Is, <laughs> he is very specific. It is a
1: multi stage <laughs> rocket. Multi, with an engine supply chain like multi capsule.
0: multi-storied as in a which tower? which right. okay,
3: so about this. So I mean it no ties all this iconography <laughs> to like our spaceships. Oh uh, yeah. But if the fucking Anunnaki were traveling a space with our technology,
1: they'd obviously be using ion engines.
3: They would get to their moon and yeah. stop just like we did over the last 40 years <laughs>
0: I mean you know the the one thing I, w- I was thinking about uh, whenever I was listening to this book and reading it is that like um, <sighs> how uh, I guess primitive the he's, he's claiming that the, they have like rocket ships I mean because I mean it, how could that like you said Daniel it could only get to their moon um, how could that get any further than what I mean? Yeah, the, the modern like, day, the and, modern day UFO, like uh, allegedly has like anti gravity type of capabilities and, also, and okay, almost like a, so, the ability to, to bend space and time and stuff right, like that. You know, yeah. with
3: the exception of the wonderful in, like statue of Ishtar that or Inanna that Sitchin shared in the book. Same thing. Why? Why is every other representation? look like trash <laughs> they're all like, like a third grader doing an etch-a-sketch is making these fucking images and he's like i mean well, that's a know, walking we're... ship that's a walking ship <laughs> yeah. like, I, I just don't fucking get it man and they're he makes like some big jokes recording this you know because if the aliens fucked off then like how it's do people like know all these stories
1: about them they obviously did not have photoshop right so they couldn't fucking draw this shit <laughs> As good as you would expect. But then, but then also,
3: you have these beautiful, like, base reliefs yes, of yes. hunting scenes and, yeah, like, fu- fucking yeah, animals like, and full shit. body figures. And then you have yeah, just, absolutely. like, little, like, etch a sketch, like, yeah. gods and <laughs> rocket get, ships. You get what you pay for. And, you know, like, I don't know.
1: Shoes. They, they must have had, like, a you know, they they had like uh, the the guys that work for like five bucks an hour and the other guys that work for like a hundred bucks an hour. Well, whatever. those are like, the humans, man. Like exactly. they had to get the, the humans to do the fucking bitch work. <clears throat> you know? Like it's obviously. Uh, uh, but then uh,
3: why educate humans as to like exactly. what was going on? Because exactly. then wouldn't the humans somehow figure out like, wait a minute, some of these Anunnaki are half us. Maybe yeah. they bleed too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and maybe that's why they don't knock you fucked off because they're like, dude, they're going to kill us once they yeah. figure out the scam. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, I guess we'll get into uh, deeper into that um, whenever. Well, we definitely will. Yeah, but, it, um, the, into the book. Yeah.
3: But even in chapter four, I mean, there's this whole, you know, like two pages that Sitchin devotes to. Talking about how Sin, you know, left and came back. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he gets into the rocket speech mm-hmm. in, or rocket speak in uh, chapter five. And it's just, it's so fucking ridiculous. Cause wouldn't you think that they would have like, if, cause like the fucking, like, Renaissance era paintings that have like the flying saucers in the background, exactly,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> those to me like have way more fucking or way longer legs to run on unless and these little uh, shitty little like look it's a rocket uh, ship unless of these uh, weird the, little it's a
2: helicopter. It's unless uh,
0: the Anunnaki are giving uh, the humans at the time uh, a very primitive version to think that they could actually like travel outside of their atmosphere
3: why would the Anunnaki like wanna fuck up their uh, fucking meal ticket, man?
0: well, maybe just to maybe maybe just to give them uh the humans a I, we, we, we all as, as human beings as homo sapiens we all need a sense of uh, of importance so um, they're giving us we don't
3: know that maybe the Anunnaki gave us that as a mistake like,
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like maybe. five
3: years later like. Fuck, man. This guy's starting to write shit down.
0: (laughs) You go, who, who, which one of you motherfuckers gave him the ability to write? God damn it. Who taught you Octagon? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is there any other thoughts you want to give to chapter five? Um,
3: Hmm. One second. Let me flip through the book real quick. Um. Oh yes. Okay. One of the weakest links he does. <laughs> he tries the, the eagle discussion, where he first starts talking about how the eagles were thought to be like the various gods operating the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, "Oh well, maybe the eagle was actually the the aircraft." And then we could tie that to our culture because the Apollo 11 mission, <laughs> they said, you know, the eagle has wings and the eagle has landed. And that is t- oh no, like, a, like that's, wasted like three pages. The right and- I'm gonna put this page up to you guys, which our listeners can't see. But he's got all this like fucking like Sumerian bullshit on top of it. And then the Apollo like patch they wore that just says a fucking (laughs) eagle on the moon.
0: It's fucking (laughs) stupid as
3: shit, man. Figure seventy nine. I do not stand by those two couple pages whatsoever. No. Uh what
0: figure was that? Seventy
3: nine. Uh 79, 79, yeah. And then next page, figures 80, 81, and 82 are fantastic fucking winged fucking dudes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's right there on your screen. hmm Uh
0: what what uh figure was that, Daniel? Uh
1: 82.
3: Uh initially it was 79 for the Apollo bullshit, but then so all the figures so figures 78 through 82 are ridiculous. The Tower of Heaven's a lot of was launched. So you can ask people, like, what do these have in common? Oh, they're wings. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mean astronauts? You mean those are
0: like uh, flying Thank spaceships? Well... Yes. I just, yeah. Uh, yes. You know, the, those of course the have symbolism.
1: to be
3: <laughs> that aren't ways that people say, this is who we are. No, 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 They're, they're fucking rocket ships. <laughs> fucking hell. I just, this fucking book dudes just <laughs> fuck man. Like, and, um, we and, have to, and, and the thing is like first read through, I was like, all right, cool little fun little idea. Second read through where I was like really focusing on the astronomy stuff we'll get into mm. like in the next uh so I have to go through that again. Fuck. Um <laughs> but going through this first five chapters again, it was fuck, man. Just so I you know already had the main narrative in line, I right. had my second like kind of like grumbly ideas on it. And then third go through, I was like, critical as fuck. There's so many black marker marks <laughs> in my black <laughs> or black pen marks. It's like well, why don't you cite this? Says who? <laughs> like, just all <laughs> this like real f- shitty, flippant nonsense.
0: Well, all right. Um, Roland, do you have any um, last thoughts here?
1: No. Uh, pretty much went over everything. All right. It's just, it gets into some How about you, Ray? Ridiculous um, um, I honestly, Daniel, I do not.
0: Um, the first five chapters, um, I, <sighs> There's a lot there was a lot to go through And like uh, I feel like we kind of touched On the general uh, Topics Of each one Word um, But yeah So I, I just want to say To anyone who's listening If you've Followed us all the way through the end. Um thank you. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> we're, yeah, we're guys, trying guys. Our best. This is
3: a very confusing God fucking endeavor. And this is just the first five luck. chapters. Yeah. Good of luck. If you want to read this saga, prepare yeah. for
1: a mind fuck and one hell of a goddamn migraine. Yeah. That is, that is correct. Making sense of this.
3: Um, um so do you guys want to go to ratings?
0: <laughs> 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 um I, I do wanna uh, uh well no never mind um no, what you got no, no 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 as not, as, as nothing not to do with the book necessarily uh oh, I'll, I'll just add that at the very beginning because um i wanted to tag uh the whole uh uh follow us blah 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 let shit in the very beginning oh okay. okay so um if if you're with us to the chapter five. We have Bitter uh, end, yeah, we have two more third of art. the book <laughs> two more seri- two more episodes to go through, uh chapters six through ten, and then eleven through fifteen, and then we'll give our final thoughts on the book itself as a whole, yeah um this book was quite a feat to go through, and we had to break it up into three episodes oh, because it's, it's very interesting. there was no way it, unless you wanted like a, a yeah. ten hour episode no. on just one book. I don't think yeah, anybody so can go through if, that.
3: So, as disjointed as this episode was, dudes, our listeners, speaking of dudes, like that's who I'm referring to. The dudes. Not you dudes, but.
0: <laughs> yeah. You dudes. <laughs> you dudes. You dudes. You right? dudes, the listeners. So. My dudes. Um,
3: Go ahead and, you know, listen to this baffled episode and just do a Google search or YouTube search of like, you know, Anunnaki past or ancient aliens podcast, Sumeria bullshit. That's, that's and every fucking program I reviewed has tried to take this book or this, this subject matter just head on and
1: failed miserably.
3: Fuck. They're rough, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just and like shout out yeah. to those dudes like for, for trying. Helping guide me to think about ways to not do this episode and also <laughs> ways to do this episode because yeah. some of you did do your homework or whatever, but yeah. um but some of the, like your presentation was like janky just because like this this topic is crazy tough to try to synthesize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean Yeah. Particularly if you guys cause most of you dudes will go out and like just reference section you're mostly talking about like the anunnaki writ large and that's a whole other can of worms that i didn't want to fuck with and so maybe you guys can look down upon us because we decided to go about this piecemeal mm-hmm. um and that's your right you know uh but maybe we can collaborate you know guys yeah <laughs> hey hey
0: that's like um hearing what
1: we, else has to think, just say, i uh, just want to
0: Give the audience um, a bit of a history on this episode is that uh, this episode was supposed to come out in July. And we have been stressing over this episode because we didn't want to present to you, the listener. Uh, a very uh, just a general version, no. or general uh, idea of this book and the Anunnaki this and Zachary's goddamn station.
1: Amazon review, and
0: and that's because like um, Daniel said, like we've we've gone through certain programs and we've listened to them and we've seen what they've done, and we want to give every everyone uh, or anyone who's listening uh, a very detailed version of the book that we're reading here, and that is what Books of the Strange is. We want to go through the book in depth. Um, Even if you choose not to read it, at least you can get the general information or the more in-depth information Mm -hmm. that we're presenting to you without having to read the book yourselves, because this book is fairly rough, but if you want to go back and check out communion, that's a bit a bit of an easier read. Uh, and that's yeah. why that's one episode. If you mm-hmm. want to go through Michelle Remembers, that's also a fairly easy read. Yep. Um, if you can get your hands on a copy of the book, um, good luck. Um, <laughs> but we should have a copy for you um, if you actually want to dive into this. We have a free copy that it, we are willing to give out. But uh, we'll do that at the very uh ending of episode three which whenever we finish this book any other thoughts no okay so um God damn i'm just uh the one through five jesus christ <laughs>
3: yeah i was just one through five and <laughs> the rest of this book is just gets nuttier and Yeah, it's gonna get gonna be great and ready for the squirrel um shit and don't worry all you people that are like what about this what about that why don't you have to talk about this we are going to be reviewing our yeah. audio actually yeah. before the next episode and we're gonna have a little bit of time to follow up on some points we have missed or fucked up or whatever right um, we're trying trying to be th- thorough to as thorough with ourselves as possible primer yeah. you know in the last episode and then yeah. here's problems with it that we may have Identified and then new content. Right on. Just yeah. kind of tie all this together because I mean this is a new kind of way of doing it. You know, like Sessions, this should have been one uh, episode initially, but yeah, right. doing three. Know, but y'all to deal with it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> or maybe hooray, get more of us.
0: Yep. All right. So um, my name is Ray. Oh, this is And the Pacific Northwest Studios. This is Daniel. All right. We'll see you on uh, volume two. Of uh, books of the strange. Whoa, it's books of the strange, volume three, part two, part one, <laughs> part two. Uh, we'll title it appropriately. Yeah, uh, but we'll see you on the next episode, which we will continue. Uh, Twelve Planet by Zachary Strange,
3: Books of the Strange, of 12 Zachary Strange, The 12th Planet, yeah. Volume One.
0: Yes, right. and then part two to be. You'll you'll you hear about you'll hear
1: from us. This- <laughs> Hey, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I had some kind of a record throw. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous.